0: Welcome to God's Toolbox, the Bible. Here we connect the dots between God's Word and your real-life experiences, challenges, and successes. Join us as we all get closer to living out God's purposes and His abundant life designed just for us. God bless you. Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to our Noonday service. It's been a while, and we are so glad that you have joined us today. We thank God for each one of you that you thought it not robbery, as we like to say, to come and join us today for our Noonday worship. So let us begin with prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you right now to thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to gather together with your people, to worship you, to listen to you as you guide us through the ups and downs of life. We thank you, Lord, for this chance to hear your word again. And we pray, Lord, for those among us that are sick and shut in, those that that needs you because of issues and challenges that we know not of. We call the name of Mr. Compare today, Tyson's father. Lord, put your healing power on him. Lord, take care of him from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, that he may be empowered to do your work once again. We ask for prayers for Uh, We pray for Reverend C.W. Purnell and his wife, Sister Mildred Purnell. Lord, be with them as they age but they grow in wisdom and grace we thank you for all that you've done for them in the past and what you will do in the future and lord as i go in and out of the school system lord i realize that there's a great need for us to pray for our school children they come in contact with so much lord that distracts them that 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 keeps them from listening and from being disciplined. Lord, we ask right now that you would take a hold of them. Surround them, put a hedge of protection around them, Lord. Keep their hearts and their minds safe from the enemy, Lord, so that they can learn and grow and do your will. We thank you, Lord, for each person that's represented today, each each family that's represented by each person who's on the line. We pray for each person and we pray for their family. And we ask, Lord, that you would help us all to be salt and light in your kingdom. And we ask right now if you would allow, Lord, your Holy Spirit to come into this place to speak to, through me to your people. It's not about me, but it's all about you. These things we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen on today. I'm excited about the Word. I'm excited to be back doing this again. We've had a lot of uh, things happen during the month of January and we were busy, but there's nothing like gathering together on Wednesdays at noon to talk about the Lord, to worship Him. And so I'm glad to be back today. And I thank you all for joining me. Our word comes from Hebrews chapter 7, verses 18 and 19. Hebrews chapter 7, verses 18 and 19. And I'm going to be reading today from the Christian Standard Bible. The Christian Standard Bible, the CSB. And this is what the word says. So the previous command is annulled because it was weak and unprofitable. For the law perfected nothing but a better hope. Everybody say a better hope. But a better hope is introduced, through which we draw near to God. Our subject for this afternoon's Noonday service is Hope Has a Name. Hope has a name. And so today, as we think about this, oftentimes we walk around saying, I hope this will happen or I hope that will happen. Hope is defined as a want or a desire, an expectation for a certain thing to occur. It is Black History Month. And we are coming face to face once again with the difficulties of our past, while we're still trying to navigate our way through our present circumstances. And many people are negative, saying why hope for better when society and the government and and the devil will just turn around and snatch back any gains that we make. This month especially, we sing what has been been named or dubbed as the Negro National Anthem, lift every voice and sing. And as I looked at that, stanza two is particularly compelling because it says, stony the road we trod, bitter the chastening rod felt in the days when hope unborn had died. I submit to you that when this was written, things looked bleak for the black people in this country. Imagine hope dying before it can even take root and grow. But if we are really honest with ourselves, our forefathers had hope. They knew a better day was coming because they had faith deep down in their souls. And they knew that hope was not just a goal, not just an impossible dream. Hope was more than a passing fancy. For them, hope had a name. And that name was Jesus. Mary's baby, the one who made a way out of no way. And may I say to you today that hope still has a name. And that name is Jesus. 1 Peter 3 and 15 says that we need to be ready to give an account for the hope that is in us. So let's talk about hope today. We talk a lot about faith and about love, but I don't recall one sermon dedicated to the topic of hope. Today, that changes because hope has a name, and that name is Jesus. Jesus was always part of the Godhead was always with God and was God. So even when we did not call him Jesus, he was in the Old Testament from the very beginning of the age of mankind. But now we've almost become too smart for our own good. Because as mankind has advanced, the world through technology and scientific explorations and other things, we have begun to think that we can do anything, figure out anything, explain anything. With artificial intelligence, AI, the sky is the limit as some believe. But you and I must realize that there are few things that only God himself knows and can explain and perhaps doesn't even care to explain to us because we must remember that we are the created and he is the creator. We don't possess the ability to truly understand how Jesus was God and yet apart from God, able to satisfy the requirements of a right relationship with God by, by dying on the cross in our place. We don't understand it, and I, I can't explain it. But I realize that there is enough evidence around me and inside of me to believe that it happened just the way God said and that because of all that has already happened in my life, and the lives of so many others that I too can stand boldly and declare like my forefathers in the Bible and my ancestors of this world, slaves that came here against their will and were severely mistreated and abused. I can say that hope has a name and that name is Jesus. So no matter what is going on in your life right now, you have a right to stand tall and hold your head up high and proclaim that because He lives, you can face tomorrow and the next day and all the days to come. You can have hope that you will live and not die Hope that a better day is coming. Hope that as Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, that God has a plan for you. Plans for you to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. So let us identify today the sources of hope that are presented to us. As believers. First I want to say. We should remember. All that God has done for us. That's the first source of our hope. Remembering. Remember how we got over. How we did that thing. How God made a way for us. The song says my soul looks back and wonders. How I got over. In case you did not know, remembering is scriptural. Jesus told his disciples at the Last Supper where it says this, and he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, gave it to them, and said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We must remember what Jesus has done for us and examples of love and service that he set for us to follow. And, you know, sometimes we question the legitimacy of celebrations like Black History Month. Why look back? We say, why dig up the past? But but the Bible says in Joshua chapter 4, on the 10th day of the month of the people, of the month, the people went up from the Jordan and camped at Gilgal on the eastern border of Jericho. And Joshua set up at Gilgal the 12 stones they had taken out of the Jordan. He said to the Israelites in the future. When your descendants ask their parents, what do these stones mean? Tell them Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. The children of Israel, the descendants of those left who left Egypt with Moses and crossed the Red Sea on dry land, their descendants crossed the Jordan River on dry land as well. And these 12 stones that, that, Jer- that Joshua was talking about, those 12 stones were set up as a memorial of remembrance on how they made it through. We remember that God brought his people out of the land of Egypt and the house of bondage. And he has done no less for our people today. So we must remember lest we forget and lose all hope. I know sometimes we don't want to remember. We would just as well forget, especially The hard times and the offenses, the abuses and the unpleasantries of life. Sometimes it seems easier just to to say with apathy that we are not where we should be and that things are not right and just leave it there. But the thing about remembering is that it revives and motivates us either to anger and determination or to energy and admiration. But either way, remembrance moves us forward. So today, as we identify the sources of hope that are presented to us as believers, the first one is to remember, remember all that God has done for us. And then the second thing is knowing God's faithfulness. Knowing God's faithfulness. Remember the man born blind in the Bible that Jesus healed in John 9? Go back and read that. The Pharisees were so concerned that Jesus healed the blind man on a Sabbath that they refused to see the good and miraculous deed That was done. They would not believe that Jesus was sent by God, but rather they called him all kinds of names, even a demon of sorts. And they questioned the blind man. They questioned his parents who said he can speak for himself. Ask him. And they questioned the blind man. But the blind man wasn't hearing any of their nonsense. Because they told him that man was a sinner. That's what they said about Jesus. But the blind man said, I don't know whether he was a sinner or not. But one thing I do know is that I was blind and now I see. Sometimes we just need to have faith in the simple things of life. The basic life and mercy that God shows us every day of our lives. The fact that you went to sleep last night and woke up this morning in your right mind is enough to know that there is a God and there is hope. Don't just look at the big things, the deep things, the complicated things. Yes, we want to know those things. But don't forget about the simple details of life that God handles for us. Hope has a name. And that name is Jesus. So hope causes us to remember What God has done for us, it causes us to remember and know God's faithfulness. And then the third thing is that hope comes from trusting God. From trusting God. That's where our hope comes from. Mark chapter 5 says that while Jesus was still speaking, Some people came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, they said. Why bother the teacher anymore? Overhearing what they said, Jesus told him, don't be afraid. Just believe. And Jesus proceeded to call back to life the man's daughter. Sometimes we have to shut out all of the noise around us and hear only the words of God. We must trust him and him alone. You know, there is no person who has a heaven or hell to put you in. So trust only the one who cannot only kill the body but destroy the soul as well. And that is God Almighty. Trust Him. Sometimes we have to say, As the man said, Lord, I want to believe. Help me in my unbelief. And God will do just that. So the word for today is that you must be hopeful. Full of hope. And that hope that we have is not a pie in the sky fantasy hope. No, our hope is real and alive and has all power. Not only that, our hope loves us with an uncommon, unconditional love. Our hope has a name. And his name is Jesus. Won't you trust him today? Won't you make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life? And I guarantee you that your life will never be the same. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be all easy, but it will never be the same. Because whatever our hope is, it's not a fantasy. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. Hope has a name and that name is Jesus. God bless you. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your encouragement today, for reminding us that you alone are God and beside you there is no other. That you have all power and authority in your hands. And no matter how bleak the situation may look, you have the final say. And so we put our hope and trust in you today. We love you, Lord. We ask that you forgive us of our sins. We confess those sins by omission and commission. Things we knew better than to do and things we didn't know. We ask you to clean us up, Lord. And put us on the right path. Because we know that you have a plan for us. And you give us hope. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen on today, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We, we hope that the word has inspired you and encouraged you to go out and be salt and light in this world. To pick someone else up. To help them get out of that pit that insecurity that they feel by introducing them to the one who is the voice of our hope, Jesus Christ. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God our Savior. Be glory, majesty, Dominion and power, both now and forevermore, let us all say, Amen. Go and be great for God. I love you, and you can't do a thing about it.